Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hike the trail? Check. Order takeout? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. Welcome to Is This Real Life? A podcast that relates the quirkiest aspects of pop culture and reality TV to our own lives. This is your host, Mandy Slutsker. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Hope you had a great 4th of July holiday. Before we get into this week's episode, just a quick spill the tea sesh. So on Tuesday night, July 10th, Shep Rose was on Watch What Happens Live, and he shared a lot of private information about him and Catherine Dennis's sex life. They are friends with benefits, apparently, and have been doing this for quite a while. And he even said that her makeup got on his sheets. Apparently, he doesn't know the difference between makeup and self-tanner. There is a lot that he shared about Craig going after her first, and then Shep went after her. And yeah, this has been going on for a little bit of a while. Uh, In this week's episode, Katie and I get into whether or not Catherine and Shep would make a good couple. Would love to hear what you guys think. So send me a message at ITRL underscore podcast on Twitter or Instagram. Also, there was a situation the other week at Sir that I would like to talk about. It involves the one and only Billy Lee. As many of you have heard, there was a girls' night started on Tuesday. Now, I'm wondering why Tuesday nights are now free at Sir and they aren't see you next Tuesday nights. And if anyone has any information on why DJ James Kennedy has not been doing see you next Tuesday, please, please let me know. So it sounds like the ladies at Sir, headed up by, I think, Katie, decided to do a girls' night celebrating women. And they posted things on Instagram saying, hey, this Tuesday, come join ladies' night at Sir," and tagged various women from uh, the show who also work at Sir. And now, I don't know if this happened or didn't happen, but maybe someone forgot to tag Billy Lee. After all, she is a newer person at Sir, and uh, she felt that if she wasn't tagged or wasn't invited, that it was a slight to her because she's transgender. And as a transgender woman, maybe they overlooked her and didn't consider her 
uh, as a girl for girls night. So she decides to take to Instagram and Twitter and she has a lot to say. On Twitter, she writes, when your coworkers don't include the only trans girl in girls night at your own job on the night that you work, hashtag rude AF, hashtag trans is beautiful. There was a lot of responses um, where people said, you know, you were tagged by Sheena. Other people had tagged you in this. And she said, this was not a birthday at someone's house. This was an event called Girls Night at my job where I work on the night I'm scheduled. It's not a matter if you like me or not. I work there. So Kristen had something to say. Kristen said, it's not your event. Shrug. Don't make this about something it's not. Hashtag no hate. So she wanted to make this um, into sort of a transphobia thing. And a lot of the women were just not having it. One of them being Miss Stassi Schroeder. So on Instagram, Billy posted on July 3rd, stay strong, Billy. You are light. You are love. Hashtag trans is beautiful. Hashtag girls night. Thank you all for having my back through this awful time. Broken heart emoji, peace sign emoji. So Before we get into why she would write something like that, I am a bit confused. Is she talking about herself in the third person? Like, stay strong, Billy. Is she writing that? Or does she have some sort of publicist writing that? Is this a fan page? Is it her page? Quite confused. Um, I think she's just talking about herself in the third person, which um, is a reason to leave someone out of girls' night. Uh, Has nothing to do with being trans. Just don't talk about yourself in the third person like an asshole. Interestingly enough, Tom Schwartz actually sticks up for Katie and gets involved in petty Instagram comment section fights. Uh, Schwartz says, Billy, this is so melodramatic. It was a simple oversight. You are loved. Chill. Now he spells Billy with a Y and Billy is with an IE, which she, of course, points out to him. She's like, it's Billy with an IE and I was tagged hours after I said something and never included in any planning. I didn't know about it till Katie posted it. She planned it and decided not to include me. It's girls night at my work, not her birthday party. You can kindly set this one out, boo. Um, hashtag namaste. Now, for someone who is always talking about spirituality and finding calm and being zen, she does not seem very zen. And I'm sorry, but Billy, I don't think that this is a hill to die on. You're just trying to create some drama so that you have relevance on season seven. Ugh, definitely not having this. Apparently, Stassi's having none of it either, because on Instagram, she went after Billy as well, saying that she tried to stay out of it, but it's too much, and she calls Billy out. Your whole mission is to spread equality, and you condemn people like me when I lack social awareness. This is legit the epitome of lacking social awareness. There are families being torn apart. There are people being killed because they're gay. And you're saying that you're going through an awful time because you weren't tagged in a flyer by friends of mine who you've been so incredibly rude to. It's about your behavior, not your gender status. My friends are the biggest LGBTQ supporters out there. We pride ourselves in that. I won't stand for you making it about that. I hope you see the light on this one. Well... Our queen has spoken. And speaking of Stasi, well, my dog that is, I apologize in advance because she got a little rowdy while we were taping this podcast. And you can hear her um, collar jingling just a little bit. So we'll be sure next time that I record to take her collar off because she likes to play all the time. 
play and slay. Anyways, hope you guys enjoy this week's episode and that you're enjoying your summer. Take care. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 26. I am here with fan favorite and my favorite, Katie Riddle. (laughs) Hi. Who just got back. Uh, We both actually just got back from taking summer vacation over 4th of July. And I went home to Minnesota and then in northern Wisconsin. And Katie went to South Carolina and Georgia. Yes. And what did you visit while you were there? Well, first I actually went to New Orleans. So I got to see some of the things from Southern Charm New Orleans. um, But I didn't see anybody. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let down. Um, I was on the hunt for the jewelry, but didn't find any of the, the, like, lion knockers. That obviously is not... Is that the They really don't... They don't actually like uh, that show. They think it misrepresents... Oh, so you talked to people in New Orleans... Of course they're not. They weren't fans of Southern Charm New Orleans. I was like, oh, this is the... You know, that restaurant where they all... um, Where they were arguing and the big fight. So, I mean, they don't... They're not really thinking that those people represent their community. So... Fair. They weren't... They weren't huge fans of the show. Didn't want to talk about it. So, I like idiot. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Never. And then you were also, you stopped yeah. by Charleston. Yeah. So my parents live in um, Beaufort, South Carolina, and that's about an hour and a half from Charleston. So we were looking for furniture because it just moved into a new place. But we were um, head up um, Charleston because I love Charleston. Um, and I made you a video. Yes. Of the Ravenel Bridge. Yes. Live action from the Ravenel Bridge. And you stopped by Gwen's, too, where you at least drove past We it. drove by Gwen's, um, and I, my mom hasn't seen season... What season is this now? Five, I think. Okay, she hasn't seen the new one. I was like, oh my gosh, Gwen's! I was like, we should go, Mom! And she wasn't interested. Um, but it was funny because I had to explain to her, like, it's a big thing this season. Yeah. Um, Catherine, Catherine gets her job gets at job. Gwen's. We also went to Nico. We drive past Nico's, which is Naomi's family's that oyster oh, yeah. place. We drove past that, mm-hmm. and then remember they were uh, Catherine and all of them were across the street. Yeah, at a different talking bar. about okay. it, and I, I knew it was a red umbrella that I was looking for, and I knew what restaurant it was because <laughs> I saw the red umbrella. Hashtag um, Bravo stalkers, <laughs> and then then we're because we're in um, across the bridge kind of where they all live and we saw where Kinsey had her birthday party. Oh, like the field the, where everyone was playing. No, the play. Oh, like the play. The, like, where like Craig the, did the face mm-hmm. painting and stuff. Yeah. Um, we drove past that so I felt like I just relived um, Southern Charm. <laughs> nice. And uh, we were rewatching uh, last week's episode and or two weeks ago episode and you realized you just purchased the same couch that Shep has. Yeah. So interesting fact, friends. So this couch is a sleeper sofa and it's from Ikea and the bottom pulls out to make a full size bed like really easily. So I'm thinking he probably bought it because he can easily like, hold on a minute as we're Netflix and chilling. Ooh, now we're in a bed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Don't be trapped by the Ikea sleeper sofa. And do not sleep with Shep. Don't do not do that. Do not do that. <laughs> so, 
since coming back from the South, wanted to ask you your thoughts on not just this last few episodes, but this whole season. And do you think people in Charleston feel the same way about Southern Charm, the original Southern Charm, as people in New Orleans feel about Southern Charm New Orleans? Do they feel like it doesn't accurately represent Charleston? I mean, I didn't grow up in Charleston, but I did grow up in the South. And I think the gentlemen definitely represent Southern boys. Um, when I was growing up, it wasn't, um, ladies didn't like argue it in front of people. It was really like, there's no fighting out in public. So that's kind of a different part, but I'm kind of really rooting for the women, like standing up for women's rights and speaking, advocating for themselves. So I'm really excited to see that as a Southern woman, but honestly, like I grew up like how probably Patricia grew up. <laughs> where, Despite being like 40 years younger than her. <laughs> yeah, like there's, a, you know, like I grew up in the country club setting and there was no fights and arguments. Like everything was you, kind of like hushed. No, it, you, you leave. Like yeah. there's no, there's no like walking up to complete strangers and like saying something to people and trying to get um, information out of them. And it, it just is just not like that. So I think I... Patricia's childhood is probably very, more similar to mine, but I still honestly think that the show, in my mind, kind of represents what Charlestonians are now. So, yeah, which is like old money mixed with new, with a lot of drunken debauchery in between. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of it is when people have a lot of money, um, you can just tell in the show like who's a little bit more hardworking. Yeah. Um, because they did, nothing was handed to them. Like, I mean, we know Thomas Roman. I mean, what, I don't even know what he actually does. Do you? No. Like, I don't think he actually does a job. I think he just, like, sits around. I, I mean, know. he was in Goes politics, to an office? I'm was, not really sure. He was the treasurer, I think, of the state of South Carolina. So he did have a job. But... I don't know what he does now. Yeah. That would be interesting to find out. But Cam, like Cam's a good example of a person that didn't come from a lot of money, but works really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chelsea, like there's, you can tell who are the people yeah. that really like value Chelsea, Chelsea, um, value like work ethic. And it's really great to see them doing that. So all the stuff about JD that came out earlier in the season about how he hadn't been faithful to his wife how he was partying too much, using drugs, drinking, uh, I think even missed the birth of his fourth child. Is that the kind of thing that you just, like, everyone knows happens, but no one talks about? Um, I mean, I know there's, like, drama, like, within any, like, community that you're in of someone's being unfaithful. It Usually you know about it, but the wife also knows about it, and she's, like, trying to deal with how to get the money of the the money moved into her bank account before you file <laughs> the papers. Yeah. So it's not like where she's looking like a complete idiot on national TV because that's a different that doesn't happen to everyone, right? Yeah. So it's very like, you know, very two-faced kind of where they they play like a, you know, a housewife and they don't really show emotions to your friend group, but you know there's all this drama going on. And they kind of they so keep it in the house. Odd to me cuz Elizabeth is cover like decided to cover in the end for her, I guess, estranged husband, JD, more than acknowledging her girlfriends who she had shared all of the truth with. Yeah. And it it just didn't sit right with me because Naomi had made it quite clear 
that she was going to say something to JD about his behavior, and Elizabeth didn't seem to object to it until it actually happened on camera. And then she, of course, you know, standing by her man, despite the fact that her man is totally full of crap, owes hundreds of thousands of dollars in unpaid mm-hmm. um, business money from, I guess, he hadn't been paying rent on his business. I mean, the whole thing is so ridiculous. We also drove by that. <laughs> <laughs> on Gen- on Market Street. Yeah, it's not there anymore. It's like some other like place now, but um, we did drive by that. But... I th- honestly, when you come from old money, a lot of people that are new money, like JD, tries to keep up with you. Yeah. And I and think it just, it just really didn't work for him. I just don't... I, I, also, from like what I've heard from rumor mills and all that stuff, it sounds like he's pretty heavy into some drug use, like oh. cocaine, which can get quite expensive. And I've noticed, actually, that Ashley keeps mentioning partying in her um when she's talking in general to thomas and and in her you know i don't think she does confessionals because she's not a full-time cast member but she'll say stuff like oh it'd be so nice if we could spend more time on the plantation but it would be so boring for uh, <laughs> yeah but it would be out here at brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> and and she also was saying, like, you know, away from the partying, and it's like, what is he doing? Does he just not come home at night? Like, it makes, she's making it sound like he is quite, Thomas Ravenel is quite off. So, um, I, you know, but he's always been like that. I think all those boys are like that. Speaking of which, have you heard the news about Austin? No. So, um, I, well, I did hear some news, because I was in, near Charleston, and of course, man, he's like, oh, Reed, you gotta, you gotta, what are you doing right now? I was like, <laughs> Austin wants people to hang out with. He literally tweeted, is anyone up for a drink? I've just had one of the worst days of my life. And I was like, Katie, find him. <laughs> Austin, I'm coming. <laughs> okay, what happened with Austin? Okay, so I mentioned this last week, but he was on, uh, I think, Instagram. And he posted a picture with either a girlfriend or a friend, I don't know who, um, with a big, giant balloon of an engagement ring. And they clearly found it when they were at brunch. They had been drinking, and then he jokingly proposed to her. And someone was like, no, you should really be with Chelsea. And he basically made a comment that he needs someone with a sex drive insinuating that she doesn't have one, which is really rude. And then people also were asking questions about Victoria, the doctor that he had been dating. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that, you know, she was crazy and she was jealous. And we only saw part of it in the last few episodes where apparently she threw a drink on him. They got in a big fight and broke up. Apparently, she also threw a rock through his window, and he Uh had to call the police, and he said it's one of three incidences where she really lost her temper. Then, this past week, um, I guess he is dating someone, I don't know her name, but um, he was out and came home with two women who slept in his room. One of them had underwear on the floor. And at 7.30 a.m., the girlfriend comes barging in and was like, I haven't been able... You mean Victoria came barging No, a different girl. Like, a current current girlfriend. Was like, I haven't been able to get in touch with you. Where have you been? And one of the two women who was with him records this on camera and then posts it on social media. So it shows him, like, telling her that she's crazy. Like, he's totally gaslighting her. If you had a boyfriend 
and he brought two women home. It doesn't matter what they said that they did or did not do. If those two women stayed overnight at his house or even spent any time with him, I mean, it's so wildly inappropriate. And he's running around in his, like, boxer briefs. It's so... We'll watch it after this. Okay. Super uncomfortable. But I think Austin has been trying to play up being a decent guy because compared to the other guys, Mm -hmm. you know, Thomas, who's an accused rapist, he seems a little bit better than that. (laughs) Shut like a worn couch. Yeah. (laughs) He's so, you know. He looks tired. He looks old and ragged. He does. You know. And so, comparatively, he seems better. But I actually think that he is just, again, like what you said, one of those good old Southern boys yeah, who I'm, acts a certain way, but really is not that great. And why would he say those things about Chelsea? And why would he cheat on his girlfriend? And why would he have strangers come? I mean, it's just like, what are you doing? I mean, first own of it. all... If you're going to do if you're gonna do it, be like Shep. Be single and own it. Yeah. And he's... Sh- like, how does she get in the house? Like, does she have a key I to the house? I think so. Then you're really dumb. If you, like... He's are, stupid. If you know your girlfriend has a key to the house and you're still going to do this, doesn't it sound like more of a setup? Like, if you're going to, like, two girls... I like, think the two girls they, were a setup. Yeah. I think that has something to do with this setup. And I think... I Poor little girl, but, I mean, you'll move on. Like, you've only been dating for, like, two I months I think they anyway. got back together. These people. You can't act like it's, like, this huge crime. You're not engaged. You're not married to this person. Like, you're dating, which is a serious thing. But, like, two months. Like, probably, like, not even that long. You can't be, like, combarging in his house and, like, I think have you these can, videos. But, well, I she didn't be. take the video. One of the two girls that he That's had so stay trashy. over took the video. Not the girl. The Why did she stay? I would have just left and just never talked to him again. I mean, I don't Why know Why did she exactly. confront him? That's when you're, just like... Why are you engaging? Why are you even talking Why are you to engaging? Him? It's not worth it. Please show the door and leave. Colors. Okay, so let's get into the last episode that we've seen of Southern Charm because okay. this past week was reruns. So then we've got Thomas Ravenel going to see Patricia and Michael is there. Now, Michael is the most underrated character on this show. We love Michael the Butler. Fantastic. There are people recently who went by Pat's house in Charleston, and Michael actually came outside to greet people and say hello, which I think is the cutest thing ever. Oh, that's so cute. I want a Hamptons Gatorade. <laughs> what is a Hamptons Gatorade? A, a rosé. Oh. Okay. So, Patricia, basically, Thomas opens up to Patricia about his relationship with Ashley. He moved her all the way from California to be with him. Mm -hmm. She was a hospice nurse and has not applied to get her license as of the time of filming and has basically been living off of Thomas's money. Yeah. And when Thomas was like, well, what do you like about me? She said, you're a good provider. So And Patricia's like, basically, you're my sugar daddy. <laughs> and Patricia comes clean and says, that sounds like a gold digger to me. Yeah. So Thomas seems a bit iffy about his relationship with Ashley as they get ready for the polo match. Then there is, I think, the most interesting scene of the season, which is Shep and Catherine having corn dogs at the pier, where she opens up about her depression. I was just really kind of interested to see how the whole thing would play out. I mean, she's abused drugs and and alcohol, but I don't know if that was her main thing. Mm -hmm. I think she was self-medicating, and now she's come clean about having really bad anxiety and depression, and she went off of her depression medication Mm -hmm. without 
consulting a doctor and things did not go so well. And that's what we saw a couple weeks ago. And so she opens up to Shep about it. And he's just so kind and caring and giving really thoughtful advice, hugging her when she's crying. I really think they could be a good couple. Um, Well, if you hear her voice, her body language, she plays with her hair more when she's talking to him. And her voice goes up. Oh, good point. Her voice goes up. I haven't had a corn dog in forever. Like, it's a higher pitch voice. So to me, that shows it. She kind of does like him. But I don't know, because that's what she did exactly with Thomas, right? Yeah. What do you think about this dress? You know, like, yeah. she definitely does a higher voice right. when she likes someone. So we'll see. I mean, honestly, like, Shep, she's got two kids, which is a big burden. And it's not that she just has two kids. It's that she literally, like, two weeks ago didn't talk to anybody for a week because she was depressed and went out for meds. Now, that doesn't look like a, like... In my mind, dating material. Right. I <laughs> you know she might I mean? not be ready to be in a relationship. Yeah, I mean, it's okay that they can like each other and hook up, but I mean, anything serious, I mean, honestly. But what if she gets it together, and what if he gets it together? I hope she does get it together, but at the beginning of a relationship, you don't need to have this huge crisis event. And Yeah. But it sounds like they've been hooking up. That's yeah. what came out when that bowling scene, where yeah. they were talking about how every once in a while, they hook up, and both of them seem to wonder, what if? Yeah, but I think the kids is too much for Shep. That's not. Yeah, I just he's don't not think that really adulting. He can't quite even yet. make couscous. <laughs> so then they all go to the plantation for the polo match. Um, that's where Catherine talks about her depression really starting, where she mm-hmm. was kind of forced to live out there with Kenzie when Kenzie was a newborn, and Thomas just assumed that she would become this housewife. Okay, so I have a funny idea. Okay, I don't think I told you this, but remember when she made salmon and she put mayonnaise on top of it? Yes. Now that's where I got my salmon recipe from. Katie has the best salmon (laughs) recipe. It is literally, you make salmon, you put a little bit of mayo, Uh some Dijon mustard, Uh some honey, Uh and breadcrumbs. Yes. And it is delicious. delicious. And I made this, but inspired from Catherine's recipe. No way. That's where you got it. That's so funny from the time where she looked like she didn't know how she could cook. No, I was like, I wonder if salmon and mayo would be anything good. Yeah. And I tried it and I was like, I can fix this a little bit better. Yeah. You're like, mayo alone. Yeah. But that's where I got, that's where I came up with the idea. Oh, I think like the more mustard the better. Yeah, it tastes good. So, they're there, and um, the most awkward conversation ever happens. Ashley is talking to Shep about her basically failed relationship with Thomas. It's not going so well. Mm -hmm. And she says, and I quote to him, would you date me if I break up with Thomas? (laughs) Oh my god. She actually said it. Out loud. Out loud. And then... At her boyfriend's polo match. And... At his home. Shep is so shocked by it, but... He gives a great line, I'm not a good safe bet. <laughs> <laughs> but before he says that, when she's like saying, like, I feel alone, I feel isolated, he's like, well, well, like he's trying to like get to the point of maybe you, should, maybe you should get a job. <laughs> yeah, or move back home where you have friends and family and other things if you're not willing to do them here. It's the whole thing is quite odd. And and then Craig brings up. Yes. So then Craig tells Thomas and JD that 
Ashley said to him, Craig, if you were a few years older, we'd be together. And he's like, I don't know if that means like more established, meaning I'd have more money yeah. or, or what? Like, because the age is not really the issue there. So it seems like Ashley is basically, it's clearly not joking, but she's making these comments about, hey, if Thomas and I aren't together, like almost an exit strategy. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, she looks like a total idiot. She looks terrible. I think she's got some severe psychological issues. She's and I crazy. know everyone hates her, calls her Trashly or the hashtag. You should see Hi, the Ashley. comments on Instagram. They're terrible. They're so mean to her. I mean, I don't like when people bully people. Just don't post a picture. Yeah, if you don't like her, you don't like her. I mean, I hate her and I'll yeah. talk about it on a podcast. She's not, <laughs> not going to listen to this. But to go after her, I, I don't know. It's just a waste of energy. But she is, she's probably the most hated villain right now on all of Bravo. I yeah, like I mean, the craziest thing is before they eat, the match even starts, Thomas and her are Ash, Thomas and Ashley are sitting in the barn. Oh yeah, discussing like maybe we should break up, and she still stays for the polo match. Uh, maybe we're missing another clip. I think like, we're missing a lot of clips. Because it seemed like they broke up, and then she... I think they're just talking about it. I don't think they have. It's so weird. And then she says that comment in the barn that just really bothered me. Well, my previous boyfriends haven't ever asked me to get a job. Yeah, that's so... So that's weird thing to say. Because you had a job? So are you saying you didn't really work? So is then there's this other rumor that's going around, which is... Very slanderous, and I don't want to give too much time to it because I don't think it's true, but that it comes up next week. That's why I'm talking about it, which is that Ashley is a high-end escort along with Landon, and Landon introduced Ashley and Thomas in California. Now. Oh, gosh. I don't really think that's the case, but you never know. Um, I mean, she... Okay, so... I wouldn't say prostitution, but I mean, she is being a gold digger where she's getting yeah. giving away her goodies to get a credit card. I mean, it's not She like, doesn't even have a credit card. He has to do it all. Yeah, so like, uh, what, it, what she spent, $20,000 at Gwen's? Oh my God, it's, it's so ridiculous. And so um, some people did some digging and she actually was registered as a nurse in California and then recently in March... Um, transferred her license to South Carolina. Well, because we see in the upcoming episode that Austin doesn't believe her. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't even seen you work, and she gets her card out. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe she got all her cards in a check before she did that for the finale. I don't know. I don't think, I don't, because it was in March, I don't know when it was filmed. But I'm sure she comes back to the reunion with uh, the new registration. Well, because they say Thomas is not invited, but she's coming. Yeah, so Thomas isn't going to be at the... But Ashley's going to be there I to think speak Thomas, on his behalf. But Thomas has been fired, I believe, by Bravo mm. because of the allegations of rape by at least two women against him um, that are currently going yeah. through the court process. And one of them is the a former nanny. nanny. So quite... Uh, very serious stuff. I mean, we'll have to wait and see what's true and when things come out, but I don't know. He seems like he has issues with women and power and substances, all of which could lend themselves to these types of situations. 
Yeah, so I'm excited to see the finale. I at the can't White wait Ball, you know. to see not just the finale, but I'm so excited for the, the reunion. reunion. That's gonna be good too. Oh my god, it's going to. I follow be them delicious. so closely on Instagram. Like, have I? Maybe so I might be the only one. The, how did you miss the thing about um sh- about Austin? Because well, I've been. I just moved oh. in, so guys, I just moved into a new place. So all I've been doing is Craigslist furniture, furniture, furniture. Yeah. (laughs) Chef's couch. (laughs) Chef's couch. So what do you think is going to happen with Thomas and Ashley? I mean, they make it seem like it's already over and they're just kind of stretching it out. I feel like they're still together, though, because they've posted on Instagram that they're still together. No, Ashley posts. I don't see really Thomas posting because the last thing that I've seen Oh, I think he posted in May. Happy one year. Ugh. Yeah. That's how we all feel. Is that girl still around? (laughs) We're over her. So, sometimes (laughs) I cry, Patricia. Sometimes I cry. My voice is going. (laughs) I know. Where is her voice going? I'm isolated. (laughs) (laughs) It's like if you're isolated, you're not talking to anyone. Your voice should be well rested. So annoying. Oh, she is a scary one. Okay, so moving on to Real Housewives of New York. How yes. have you been liking this season? Um, I don't know. Like, my favorite character is definitely Sonia. And she's, like, behaving. Like, she's not really doing anything weird or crazy. Like, remember how she always says, like, outfits? She's, like, making weird. Like, she's doing something crazy with her interns. Like, this season, she's, like, painting furniture Fixing her house. Remember, we were like, where's the curtains? You remember, like, all these yeah. things, like, going on in her house. And she's, like, getting her life together now. She's got a shoe line. Do Have you looked up her shoe line? No. Oh, I definitely was going to buy you a pair, but I, I'm poor. Uh, those <laughs> were, they're so cute. Are they? They're, like, $200, $295, like, $300. That's very expensive. Okay, well, let me tell you. I love some of them. The ones, she, when she's talking to Bethany, those are cute. Oh, the, but the with the family crest? If you saw when she's packing up her suitcase, did, I don't know if anybody else noticed, because I'm the weirdo that looked online to look at her shoes. She had all four of the options of the shoes out. As she's packing oh, it. So yeah, and then you she, see, you see all of those. So all four are those options. I'll, and I love that they're flats. One is a cheetah flat, and it is $300. Wow. So if you are dying to have some expensive footwear, that is where you should go. I'll look. go for a Tory Burch sandal first. I kind of want to buy the slippers with the, the... With the crest? With the crest. And be like, this is the Morgan family crest. <laughs> Katie, you can't wear that. So in the last episode, all of the ladies... Are at a spa in Connecticut mm-hmm. with Luann, who just got out of prison. They're doing yoga, they're doing spa day stuff, and really just trying to get their minds kind of cleared and set straight. But instead, of course, a lot of drama ensues. One of the things being Dorinda calling out Sonia for wearing her family, uh, her ex husband's family's yeah. crest on her shoe, which, like, who cares? Who cares? Let her wear it. I, I agree with Bethany. Let her wear it. It doesn't, doesn't do any harm to you. Like, I so think dumb. she's like just annoyed at Sonia and angry at her about things. And so she's picking on her. Yeah, because Bethany had a good point. You have your last, your monogram stuff on your suitcase. And it's Dorinda. your, but she's, that was her dead husband, I which know. is a little different than ex-husband. But still, um, the thing that I couldn't get over is Ramona and how she is so just not with it to understand that what she does 
hurts people or she just doesn't care. And she opened up in the last episode about how her father was verbally abusive to her and her mom. And so she either retreats or she doesn't or reacts. Now, Mm -hmm. I think she's verbally abusive because there are many situations where she's been screaming at people. Uh, There was a situation a couple months ago with a podcast that went wrong where she yelled, you don't know who I am. Have you researched me? And just like screaming at people. So I think she actually takes on from her father. But moving on, she she still has a friendship-ish with Tom and still hangs out with him despite being Luann's friend. And I think there's a lot more worse things that Tom has done that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think it's a crappy friend to kind of talk to Luann about how you're on her side and you care about her. And then you hang out with her ex-husband and his buddies because you were friends with them from before. Because you like to run with a fast crowd or whatever. I'm not like, I think it's absolutely wrong that she, Ramona, contacted um Tom. Oh, Tom for, for the, the party. I am 100% that's wrong. Now, her getting a drink with him, uh, yeah, I don't think it's... Okay, so they were dated and married within a year. Ramona's known this guy for 10, 11 years. Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? And so, I think it's a friendship, and I think it's nothing wrong... That I think it's wrong if she went on a date with him, but if she's just out at a bar and he happens to be there... Like, I don't think that it's, like, a, like, you know, nail her on the coffin. I guess I'd maybe just be more open about it. Like, if you were friends with two people who were dating or then got married and then got divorced and you want to remain friends with both people. I wouldn't bring it up to her either. I honestly wouldn't say anything. I would. If she, I mean, it depends, like, who your loyalty is to. um, If someone I think it would hurt her feelings. Like, it, it's... It hurt her feelings that she's been hanging out with time. It hurt Lily. I think it hurt feelings. her feelings more that she asked to go to the wedding, the New Year's party. Yeah. And she purposely reached out to she him and yeah. called him and asked. It's different if, like, she's at a party and so on. He's there. It's not like yeah. you can't... But getting drinks with him and his friends doesn't seem like the smartest thing to do or the nicest thing to do. I mean, if like the, I feel like if we start having that rule, like they're not going to be able to talk to a lot of people because Countless has a lot of boyfriends. Yeah, this is a husband now. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what we say, but <laughs> I think she dated the French or the French guy way longer. Yeah. So then there is Bethany and Carol, and they still have so much tension, and it's mm-hmm. just like. Bethany just seems to have trouble dealing with anything and anyone. Yeah, she's snapping she's at people. snapping at everyone. Yeah. And Carol actually seems to be doing just fine. She's holding her she's holding her ground. I, Good for you. I like Carol. I was kind of upset with Bethany for picking on Tinsley about the wedding dress thing. I mean, I totally agree with her. It's super weird to try on wedding dresses before you've even been proposed to. But she's weird. Her mom's weird. They do weird things together and are kind of way over the top. And so just let them do it. It doesn't harm you. It's weird. I would have said... It's super weird. I would say something, probably. I'd be like, I think that's a little odd. But she wasn't doing it to find her wedding dress. She was doing it, like, for fun. No, it's... She's... Getting ready. It's it's not for fun. She's, like, seriously thinking about, like, well, as soon as he, Scott proposes, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Like, it's, they're planning. They're, it's yeah. not really, like, it's pretend. Like, pretend would be, like, <clears throat> we're going to go bu- go look at fancy cars, and I'm not going to actually buy a car. Yeah. That's pretend. 
Or, now, if you're or really, why does it have to be wedding? Like, couldn't you look for other gowns if you really like dressing up? Like, why does it have to be a wedding dress? Yeah, I, it's weird. I agree with Bethany on this one. I think it's weird, but she also seemed to like harp on it a little too much when Tinsley, you know, was clearly not wanting to talk about it or... Don't bring it up. You knew that's weird. Yeah. (laughs) That's weird. She's like, it's like looking, it's like trying on a coffin. Like trying to get ready. It's like, oh God. Like you're planning for the future. I mean, same concept. Yeah. Like, oh, well, let's go pick out a headstone. Yeah, that's... Ooh, ooh, yeah. (laughs) I want this size font. Yeah. This is a little quirky thing. We, we like to do for fun. No, nobody does that. Yeah, it is. Like, it is now, yes, odd. people like to go pick out rings because the reason is because that's, like, not that weird. Well, it's also you don't want to get to the wrong You don't have to make a reservation. Line. You know you... Okay, pause. We all know at this place that they're trying on wedding dresses, you know they didn't just pop up and go in there. They made a reservation to go do this. Oh, so that I makes it even think weirder. about that. Because at a jewelry place, you can just pop in and, like, look and, like, look away. It's, like, fun to look at it and talk about it because that's what we... Because t- that's the next thing that would happen is an engagement. Right. You don't go, like, let's go try it. How about this? This is weird. If they just went to a bakery and tried wedding cakes. Oh, but that would tell be so me, much more fun. Yeah. But tell me... Then you'd have to tell the lady... Because they'd have to bake all these cakes for you. And yeah. you got to pay to do that. And you're like, I'm not actually getting married. And I'm not actually getting married. Ha 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 We do this stuff for fun. That's weird. Yeah. That is a bit odd. I, if you did this, I would like, uh, no. Yeah, no, I'm... I, I, <laughs> you, have, you have a friend that will tell you now. Let's go... If you, if you did that, like, let's go pick out a coffin while we're at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, everyone ends up yelling at each other at this dinner that they're at at the spa, which is supposed to be a relaxing retreat. And From the relaxing yoga, facial massage, re- re- rehab that she was at, right? Oh, yeah. They're so all talking about, like, it's a vacay. vacay. So she's on her second vacation. I yeah, because her rehab was uh, quite, uh, you know, calming. And it sounds like No, it's good for her, but yeah, it sounds like a rich people yeah. rehab yeah. Facility. Hey, if you're gonna detox, might as well do might it. Might as well do it fashion. Nice. Yeah. So um, the thing that I was most caught off guard by was the friendship that seems to be blossoming between Carol and Luann, mm-hmm. which they've characteristically not gotten along for the last three years because Luann had been disapproving of Carol's relationship with Adam, who used to be Luann's chef and date her niece, um, and Luann has had trouble letting that go. But Carol is, seems to be really impressed with how Luann is handling her yeah. everything since the arrest. And she walks in her room and basically says, like, like I know we're not our best of friends, but I would do anything. Like, like let me know if there's something I can help you with. Like, really, like, really, like, really? no one else said that to her. Yeah. Like, th- that's what a real friend would say to someone that's really struggling you know, so I, th- I think she said the right words to And her. the thing that upset me the most was Dorinda That awful joking. haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is and a, it's becoming Carol's a, awful short haircut. Oh, Girl, Carol's. get some extensions, yeah. fix that, let it grow. Let it grow. Do not show me that again. But Dorinda, who also has a bit of weird hair in her confessional looks. Yeah, the curly. Like, it's like, like curly with longer. Silvery and almost weird. lavendery. With like purple eyelashes. Yeah. Purple eye. Yeah. Woof. So Dorinda makes it seem like, oh, once this court date is done, she'll be back to her old self. We'll be drinking again. 
Who says that about someone who was in prison basically for being Yeah, that's the preview for next week, yeah. It is so ridiculous. Just let her be sober. Why are you pushing wine on her and making it seem like she's not going to continue with her sobriety? That is something for her to decide. Yeah. Not you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I thought the comment was funny where she's like, oh, go bring those bottles of wine to my room. <laughs> like when they arrive at the hotel, they ask um, the ladies if like, you know, Dorinda and uh, the Countess, um, would they like a glass of wine? And the Countess is like, no, you have any sparkling water? And Dorinda's like, you can drink those bottles in my room. <laughs> I, I hope Dorinda's taking a good long look in the mirror, though, because she... I thought she would after that flight on her right. way with um, Bethany. To, to Puerto Rico, yeah, where that she was, really opened up about, you this know... This isn't life she wanted to live. She's drinking to, like, much. repress this. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know if she's learned so much from that. She has a lot of anger. I hope she works through it because she is one of my favorites. Yeah, but Bethany brought brings up a lot of points this time. Is every time they're at dinner, she just Dorinda's like slurring her words and around, standing up and yelling. Yeah, and, and then just, she like comes back in. She's like, I apologize. Yeah, you know, she's doing some. And weird I did stuff. agree with Bethany. The way that she apologized to Sonia about the situation with the crest was very patronizing. It is. I'm proud of you. You've For moving so on. Far. You've yeah. Come so, yeah. I just don't want to see you move back. And it's like this isn't about you. Wouldn't it be crazy if we're in the middle of a dinner and like we all think like you're being patronizing, but none of us would say out loud. You're being patronizing. I know. We would all just sit there and be like, quiet and, and wait later, and then. Go talk about it later. Like, wasn't she a bitch? She was totally patronizing zones. So. <laughs> like, come on, ladies, do it behind people's backs, like normal girls. But then that's not good television. I and know. What are we it is. For? She she hit it. So she fought, she says it at the perfect moment to make. Bethany like, definitely so calls it like it is in a lot of situations. And when it comes to the Sonia Dorinda stuff, she she's great on TV. The money. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us and for shedding some light on life in the South and Southern Charm and Real Houses of New York and cannot wait to hear what you think of the finale of Southern Charm and the reunion, which how many many episodes do you think the reunion will be? At least two. At least, I think it's going to be three. I don't know. Because Thomas, that stuff is going to be stretched. Yeah. I don't know how much they can talk about, though, because it's occurring pending legal situation. Well, they can talk about Ashley. That's yeah. good. That's a good three seasons. <laughs> She's so annoying. Hi, um, Ashley. <laughs> well, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff going on in the finale. And I think they'll yeah. have a lot to talk about that. Yes. Um, I, but I don't think, has Patricia ever come in a reunion? I don't think so. But that would be a great one. It would be very interesting to see her. Yeah. That would be a, really nice to see her there. But, but uh, Whitney's not even a, a member anymore, is he? I don't know. So I wonder if he'll be in the on the. He usually couch. joins uh, for like a brief, brief period. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to watch. Me too. Thanks so much, and thanks everyone. Have a great week. So that concludes this week's episode of Is This Real Life? Thank you so much for joining. Please be sure to subscribe on either iTunes or SoundCloud and follow on social media at ITRL underscore podcast. See you next week. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> 
Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.